know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys I am so upset right now Because I just made probably one of the best podcasts I ever made from the whole spirit And I had my Bluetooth speaker on In the kitchen I'm in my room making this And it wasn't a word on there like oh my god that was like pure fire but listen so i haven't did like a bible study one and this one got me like got my little spirit on fire tonight so i'm gonna try to do it over i'm gonna try my best lord holy spirit please allow me to do this over because this was like really helpful so i'm reading joshua 7 and i went like part of 12 so i'm going to try to read this slowly i am so mad i do this all over again but it is okay so listen to this really quick. I have to share this with y'all. It say, they turn away from the fight and run. I have commanded that they be destroyed. You must destroy everything I commanded you to destroy. I will not help you unless you do this. To 13. Now go, have the people make themselves holy for me. Tell them, set themselves apart to the Lord for tomorrow. The Lord, the God of Israel, Say some of you are keeping things he commanded you to destroy. You would never defeat your enemies until you throw away those things. Skip to 15. The man who is keeping what should have been destroyed will himself be destroyed by fire. And everything he owns will be destroyed with him. He has broken the agreement with the Lord. and He has done a disgraceful thing among the people of Israel. So y'all, I'm going to go back to the top. Y'all, listen to this really quick. This is a mini Bible Bible study. Like, I'm not a Bible scholar. I feel like my best friend, she's like the she's like the master. For her to be younger than me, she's the person who can teach the Bible like a pro. That's her that's her lane. But I'ma just I'ma just give y'all what I got out this verse. I'm gonna go back up to 12. I'm gonna break it down right here. They turn away from the fight, and I have commanded that they de- that they be destroyed. You must destroy everything I commanded you to destroy. I will not help you unless you do this. I commanded that you be destroyed. You must destroy everything I told you to destroy. How many things in life that we hold on to that we know for a guaranteed fact God told us straight up, flat out, no, we can't have it. No matter how much our mind and our body say, Lord, I want it so bad. And we know for a fact God told us to let it go. It can be a job, a car, a friendship, a relationship. It can be anything. How many things in life that we allow our flesh, we allow our weakness, we allow our brokenness, we allow a wound to keep because we wanted it. And God asks us nicely and kindly, can you destroy it? God asks us, like, I command you to destroy that. I command you to let it go. I command you. And then it says, I will not help you. Uh, I will not help you anymore unless you do this. Do you know God won't open doors for you? Do you know God will put blessings on layaway for you? If you don't do the very thing he told you to do, it's a lot of us with 
the heaven Walmart full of blessings right now on hold because we're too disobedient to let go. We're too disobedient to listen to God and actually do the last instruction he told us to do. You know how many years I dated people and people be like, you always say this. Every guy I ever dated, I ask God, is this person for me? God, you tell me no. Like it used to be like a stop sign hitting me. No, like it was a clear as day. No. And I would literally do my own thing. I would literally do my own way. And I used to sleep at night with a discomfort in my heart, knowing I have no business laying next to this person. I had no business in a relationship with this person. And this was like my whole entire day in life. And it was like, God was like, I, w- I won't do this. I won't give you what you want. You praying for this, but you can't even do the very thing I'm asking you to do. God said, I will not help you anymore unless you do this. Like, you have goals, you have dreams, you have visions for yourself, you have desires, you want this out of life. God, like, I'm not giving you none of that. You you haven't passed that test yet. I keep giving you the same test and you keep failing it when the answer's in your face. How many times we took the same test and, re- and repeat the same cycle when, it, when the answer's in our face? But we keep using we're too weak to, to let go of it. We keep using the excuse we're too weak to move on from it. Or we need it so bad and we don't have enough faith to see what's on the other side. Let me keep going, y'all. Because your, your sis is in the spirit. It's a, this is the east side version of the Bible that I'm reading today, y'all. <laughs> if you're from Detroit, you know. But a lot of my people are not from Detroit I'm on here. But it's a, um, the Lord, the God of Israel, say some of you are keeping things he commanded you destroy. You would never defeat your enemies until you throw these things away. What I got from that part, until you let go of the very thing God told you to let go of, until you release the hurt that God told you to let go, until you forgive the people God told you to just forgive, you would never defeat things. You would never overcome things. You would never meet the potential. You would never meet destiny. You would never fulfill your destiny. You would never ever introduce to the person you're called to be. It's so much stuff that you would never touch just because you won't throw away those old things. You walking around with all these old things, this old luggage, this old fear, this old baggage, this old ex, this old lust, these old soul ties. We're carrying around all these old things in us and we're wondering why why life is so stagnant. We're wondering why why life just not moving. We're wondering why why we growing a different age every year, but our life is the same storyline. We're wondering why. Simple. You would never defeat your enemies until you throw away those things I told you to remove. I was telling somebody this. I said, I was disobedient for three years. God told me my purpose. God told me in 2017, you're going to be on the stage talking to women. You're going to be on the stage healing women. Like, he didn't say preacher. Like, he just told me I was going to be a speaker. And I'm like, God, I didn't believe it. I was so caught up in my brokenness. I'm like, God, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm a grown woman. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to go sleep with this person. I'm going to be broken. I'm going to go relationship from relationship because that's what feel good to my soul for the moment. That feel good to who I am. I didn't want to listen to God. I'm being straight honest. A lot of people don't come too raw for y'all. Like me, that's one thing about me. I'm going to be transparent. I didn't want to listen to God. I want to do it my way. My way was better than God's way. And I wanted to do it my way. And my way got me in disobedience for three years. And I was telling myself earlier that disobedience disobedience would delay your healing process. Obedience is wrapped up in healing. 
You can't heal if you're not listening to God because your next instruction is your next instruction is within God. The more I heal, God said, okay, I'm about to unlock something else. But in order for me to unlock something else and learn the next lesson or the next milestone of healing, I have to be in God's presence. But if I'm not in God's presence doing my own thing, I can't get the next instruction. If I'm still in the same test God gave me three years ago, I can't get the next instruction. So now I'm on the same instruction in life because I'm too afraid to listen to God. I'm too afraid that what's on what what I see every day is not is better than what I think that God has on the other side of that wall for me. And I always look at life as this wall. Like on other like on the other side of healing, it's a wall to me. Healing is a wall to me. On one side, you have the broken you. You have the you that was rejected with the insecurities, who slept with people, who slept with women, who did whatever you did. You have this side. And then the other side of healing, it's a whole new version of you that's going to literally change lives, that's going to actually fulfill their purpose, that's going to actually touch destiny, that have high self-esteem, that has full with love, that have no bitterness, that have no anger. It's a whole new person on the other side of healing, on the other side of that wall. But when you so when you so consume uh, what's on the other side of this brokenness and you so afraid to see what's on the other side of the wall, you will settle for everything that the wall this on, on the other side of the wall brings you. You don't have to settle for what that brings you. If you don't defeat your enemies and throw them things away, I can't imagine growing older and over and I never reached the purpose or the promise God showed me. I can't I'm not imagine that. And a lot of us are stagnant in life and we're like, why life ain't changing? And you know you uncomfortable. And then when we get uncomfortable, we get scared. That was me recently. Like, I grew to love being uncomfortable now. If I'm ever too comfortable in life, something ain't right. I'm looking at my life like something not right. So when you have those uncomfortable moments, I want you to understand that that's, that's growth time. That's growth time. Like, you're growing. God is stretching you. Like I said on my last podcast, I had I had two conversations with two, with two separate friends of mine, and it was very uncomfortable. But I knew those conversations was needed in order for me to be obedient. I had to be obedient and had two difficult conversations today. And then whatever the outcome was, I had to be okay with, they, with, with, with whatever their answers was. Let me go down to 15. And let me see. Okay, I'm on 10 minutes. Okay, marry up. So the man who is keeping what should have been destroyed will himself be destroyed by the fire and everything he owns will be destroyed with him. He has broken agreement with the Lord. The man who is keeping what should have destroyed. This is the outcome and the dead result. If you keep the thing that is tearing you down, if you keep the thing that's breaking you spiritually and mentally, if you decide to keep those things and not release it, that's up to you. Let me tell you something. God is a gentleman. God, God, would, God is a perfect gentleman. If God see you dancing with your past and you don't want to let your past go, God will let you dance with it. God is a gentleman. One thing about life, we have a free will. Well, God will give us a choice to do right or to keep playing games. The choice is ours. But once we choose to do right, God will take that slingshot and just shoot us. Shoot us to the stars and let us be the best person we're called to be. But we have a free will. You can keep dancing and entertaining your past all you want. God will allow you to entertain your past. God will allow you to continuously stay in brokenness until you can't take it no more. And that take me to what I was saying on the podcast that, that didn't record. I heard this pastor say this. He said, 
I'm not taking a sin away. God won't remove a sin from you unless you hate it. Until you hate that very thing that you want God to get rid of, God won't take it. Your breakthrough is getting to the point where you can't, you, you hate it. I was telling somebody this yesterday. When I first started healing, I didn't have a choice to heal. I was forced to heal. I was put in a position where I had no choice. I didn't have a choice to run to another guy. I, I didn't have enough capacity in my head space. I didn't have enough capacity in my heart to even try to love. At, listen, to be honest right now, I'm still, I'm not, I'm not broken, but I'm still wounded and healing to the point where I, I still don't have enough capacity in my heart to open up to another man still. Not yet, but I am. Sis will. But I just, I was saying like, I had no choice to heal. And if you still have choices, you're not ready to heal. You have to hate the very thing that's tearing you down. And I remember I used to love the thing that was tearing me down. I used to love my insecurities. I used to love my validation seeking. I used to love my rejection. I used to love feeding it. So God was like, why would I remove something out of your life if you love feeding it? And I was telling somebody this. I was saying, you can feel that pain, but don't feed it. Because a lot of us are walking around with grown people in us. Grown people full of pain. We walk around, we walk, we're, we're, we're 26, 25, however old you is. You walking around with a grown person and you full of pain inside your body. Not you, but it's a little kid in you that's full of pain that's walking around. And they determine your thoughts. They determine your next move. They determine how you handle friendships. They determine how you trust again. They determine how you love people. That broken little person that you decide not to heal is walking around full of pain and navigating your life. It's the GPS of your destiny. That's a whole word by itself. And I was telling somebody again... Um, I be having good conversations, y'all. I do. <laughs> I love my conversations with certain people. But I was telling them, I remember when I was healing, and I remember um I always mentioned like what happened last year where I was getting evicted from my place. I had no job. I was going through a bad little situation breakup. I was going through friend problems. I was beefing with family. And I remember when I got to the point where I had no other options, I just remember just walking like spiritually, I was walking forward. And while I was walking forward, God was walking forward. So he wasn't looking at me, but God was walking forward. And I just remember my spirit saying, God, it's me and you. I said, I don't care about no rejection issues. I don't care about no eviction. I don't care about being broke. I ain't care about none of that. I said, God, whatever I do, I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm going to walk forward. Like Whatever life throws at me, it's me and you. That's it. Like I don't care if I if I want to creep back to my past. Whatever I do, I'm I'm gonna make sure I'm coming right back. I'm I'm coming right back because I did slip up sometimes. I said, God, whatever I do, even when I slipped away, because we're human, we will slip away. We will try to get distracted. Things will try to come our way and knock us off our paths. But no matter what I did, I told God, it's me and you. That's it. I don't care what I do. It's me and you. And as God was walking forward, like the way I view this and vision this. God was walking forward and I was walking behind God despite what life was throwing at me. And as God's walking forward, God was opening doors. I'm healing and chasing God despite the things that's thrown at me. And then God just started opening doors. God just started introducing me to people that's going to help me, connect me to my purpose. God was introducing me to new friendships, that's kingdom friendships, that building me up and that pouring to me daily. Like God was just like having me on fire. But through this walk, life still throwing stuff at me. But it doesn't matter. You have to keep your eyes on God. And if you don't destroy the very thing, if you don't destroy the very thing that God's telling you to destroy, you destroy yourself at the end. 
not not the people that you're trying to hurt so bad, not the people that you that you being petty with, not the people you got beef with. No, you lose, and that's that's how I have to look at life. Like I lose. I said, I said, me trying to compete, me being jealous, or me having anything in my heart that's not of God, I was losing. If you don't destroy the thing that God's telling you to destroy, you losing. What I mean by losing, you losing. You losing everything that's, that's connected to your name. It is blessings. It is dreams. It is like, it is stuff connected. Like, I can't explain it. Like, even though the stuff that, uh, the opportunities I have is so much spiritual warfare that comes with it, but it's just like I know it's God. It's so much peace knowing that things are attacking me just because what's ahead of me. It's so much stuff that's attacking me to block me because it's so much greater ahead of me. And you have to be strong enough to know on the other side of this pain is something greater. On the other side of this pain is something better. It's so much more on the other side of this pain, but we so used to this pain. This pain keeps us comfort. Like we know this thing don't make us happy, but it's something about this pain that brings me comfort. It's, it's a blanket to me. It's like it's security to me, but that blanket is what, it's what keeping you on lockdown. It's keeping you locked down mentally and spiritually. Child, that Bible verse said, the man who is keeping what should have been destroyed will eventually destroy himself by the fire. You put yourself through the fire by your disobedience. And that's, that's it's so many parts of healing. And I try to like share them as I learn. But as you heal, you being obedient to God and destroying the things he tell you to destroy. You letting go the things he's telling you to let go. All of those things are connected to you healing. You're stagnant and you're in the same place you was four or five years ago because you disobedient. Like, I feel like churches don't talk enough about our people, how people operate in spirits. People don't, churches don't teach us enough that we have to repent. God, and I'm going to end this here because I'm going too far. I'm going too long. Repent. I just want to share that today. Repent. I don't care what you did. I don't care if you... If you try to get revenge, if you try to be petty, if you try to hurt somebody back, if you try to just do anything, if you try to hurt yourself, if you had thoughts of hurting anybody, if you just did anything that was not of God, if you just gave your body to somebody, if you slept with multiple women as a man, if you destroyed people, if you just like turned your back or betrayed a family member or her friendship through your hurt, if you, matter of fact, if you touch your back towards God, I want you to repent. I want you to repent. Listen, I had to. I, I I try to repent every single day because every day I find myself doing something wrong. But you're never. God loves you so much. And he still wants you to repent. God forgive you so much, but He still wants you to repent. God wants you to say, God, I'm sorry. You keep holding yourself hostage. You keep holding yourself hostage to your hostage to your past. You keep hold. God said, I already let it go. All, all I want you to do is just repent to me and let it go. God, the, the stuff we beat ourselves up about, God already let it go. God already said, I forgive you, my child. I love you, my child. So we don't have to walk around and have and be rebellious like, towards God. Like I was over this weekend, I told God, I said, God, I'm a grown woman and I'm tired of not doing what I want to do, not God. I straight up told God that. I was like, God, like, why can't I do this? Why can't they him? Why can't do this? 
Why I can't go hang out with him? Why I can't go hang out with this person? And God was like, I'm not doing this because I want you to be churchy. God, like, I'm not doing this for you to be holy. I don't want you to, like, people think you're holy. I tell you not to do things because it would destroy you. It would delay your purpose. It would void your destiny. God don't tell us no because, oh, he want us to be this churchy person or just to be this Bible scholar. God tell us no because it's, it's something in that no. It's, it's something wrapped up in that no that we don't see. It's hurt wrapped up in that no. But when we skip that no, when God tell us no and we just ignore that no, God like, but it's the reason why I'm telling you no. That's it, y'all. I love y'all. See, I probably, I'm 20 minutes long. This ain't child, but y'all, this, this was something else. But God, I don't know. I don't know who that person is who's holding on so tight to something that they know that it's like the way I look at it and I envision it, it's like holding on to a snake and that snake biting you, but you can't let that snake go. And you know the snake is poisoning you. I don't know who that's for, but I feel it so, so strongly in my spirit. I've been there before. I talk from the soul. I talk, I talk so raw because I've been there before. I went years, like I went like probably like five, 10 years of my life just holding so tight to things because I was afraid when these things was killing me mentally and spiritually. I, that was me. And it's somebody on here that's listening. You hold on tight to something that doesn't love you, that doesn't deserve you. Like you hold it so tight to something. And God said, if you don't let it go, it will destroy you. If you destroy it, you can't be your best. And I heard this recently. What you don't let go of or what don't you don't fix or heal or allow God to fix, eventually that will bleed on other areas. And when I mean that will bleed on other areas, that that will eventually bleed on your work life. That will eventually bleed on how you raise your child. That will eventually bleed on things that's not of God. That will eventually destroy friendships that's good to you. That will destroy relationships. That will make you be afraid to love again because you keep holding on to the very thing that doesn't make you happy. That doesn't serve you no purpose. But y'all, I love y'all. And I want you to let go of the very thing God told you to destroy. I want you to let go of the very thing that's destroying you mentally. And I ask God to cover and protect you from any harm, Lord. Anything that's covering them mentally. Anything that's draining them spiritually, God. Anything that don't serve them any purpose no more, God. I just ask you to remove it. Those demonic attacks. Those suicide thoughts. Those thoughts that try to keep them up at night and keep them in bondage. That cycle, Lord. I just pray that you remove it, God. I pray that generation curse, Lord that you will hold them up through the process and you will heal them and they will break that generational curse lord i just pray that you just continuously to remove them lord and i just pray peace over their life i just pray that you continuously to heal them god and i just say thank you for your grace and mercy i thank you for the fire tonight god i thank you for the peace over the person i actually remind them that they're beautiful they're worthy they're love god i remind you that that broken heart is not their final destination it's not the final chapter of their life it's just part of their story i just ask that you just set their heart free this this season of this life lord i pray that we're not waiting until 2021 to heal i pray they begin to heal at this very moment we're not waiting until 2021 to start healing we will start healing and we will begin to seek you and we would pray that you just change their hearts you would shift their minds you would pick up the broken pieces lord and remind them that there's beauty in their brokenness still in jesus name i pray amen hallelujah